Hello and welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast where we show you that women are capable of absolutely incredible things with the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, and you know what? It's been a hot minute since we've been on the podcast. Um, and do you know a real life here? Um, the real, re- you know, the reason I have been probably less frequent on the podcast is, you know, life's been stressful lately. And, you know, I think I've been hesitant to sort of talk about that because I think that, you know, there's that identity fear of like, here I'm coming to you as a stress management coach and I'm struggling with my own stress. And that was a big like identity shift thing for me to figure out how to talk about that without feeling like a failure or a fraud. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? I don't think I've ever said in my book or in the podcast or anything else that stress doesn't happen. I don't think I've ever promised anybody a stress-free life, but more how to deal with the stress when it happens to you. And oh boy, has the stress happened in my life of late. And I've had to do the things that I needed to help manage that. Um, You know, I had to say no to certain things. I had to pull back from certain things that weren't necessities in order to listen to my body and my brain and what was truly a necessity at that time. But so it's kind of the reason we are talking today. Um, you know, it's all related. What I want to talk to you about today is burnout. <laughs> and it's because I know so, so, so many people who are burnt out right now. And I am not surprised. Right? I was going for a little hike the other day um, while I was taking a few days off work for my own stress and I was thinking about how when I coach clients and we talk we, t- we talk a lot in self-sabotage about like and I have a whole chapter on this in the book about like what are the good reasons that you self-sabotage because there have to be good reasons right what are the reasons that you um, get in your own way why do you get in your own way uh, when it comes to being happier or being more successful because that's what self-sabotage is right it's getting in our getting in our way um, and doing things that inhibit our happiness or future success and when you hear that sentence you're like why in the heck would I want to inhibit my happiness or future success but there's actually really good reasons that we do it because if there weren't good reasons you wouldn't be doing it there's something compelling enough that leads you to self-sabotage and so I was tying that to burnout And I was like, there's really good reasons that we get burnt out. There's really good reasons because nobody wants to be burnt out. Absolutely nobody wants to say, hey, yeah, I want to get to to a state of physical, emotional, psychological overwhelm. Sounds good. I'm totally up for that. Nobody wants that. So there's good, good reasons that we get there. And I want to talk about what some of those are today, because I think if we don't acknowledge what the good reasons are, we can't actually take the lasting steps to move forward and figure out how to manage it. So let's have that conversation. I kind of, I came up with a bit of a list, but I, by no means is it a, you know, conclusive list. There's definitely going to be things that as you're listening to this, you'd go, yeah, I've got, I've got five other reasons, good, really good reasons. So I'm kind of just going to give you an overview of what came to my mind. First, 
the the first thing that came to my mind with a lot of the people that I work with or who are in my life is that they're caring for other people. They are deeply empathetic and they take on the feelings of others and the feelings of society around us. And the reason this came up first for me is I think because of everything in the news, right? You know, we've been reading about the horrific war in Ukraine, um, you know, all these natural disasters around the world, the divide as a result of COVID and masking policies and all of this. And if you are an empathetic person, you have been taking on all of these deeply hard situations and, and trying to process them for well over two years. And that is hard, especially when you can't make sense of things, right? There's no making sense of the war in Ukraine. There's no making sense of how deeply divided we are as, as countries and communities now. There's no making sense of it. So you're left in this limbo, which is super uncomfortable and emotionally challenging. So yeah, that's a really great reason for burnout. And part of the caring for others could be actually physically caring for others. Um, you know, maybe you have an aging parent that you have to take or, you know, aging family member who you have to take to appointments or someone in your life who is um, physically or mentally unwell who you are providing care for. Maybe you're a parent, <laughs> right? And you're caring for whether in my case, it's super young kids who need like 24 seven supervision. Otherwise, one of them stabs the other in the face. Um, you think I would be kidding, but I'm probably not. Um, or you're dealing with older kids or you're dealing with your children who are being bullied or like those are all emotionally exhausting things. Um, caring for others is no joke, right? It's a really great reason for burnout. Another one is financial strain, right? Whether no matter what end of the sort of spectrum you're on, if you don't have enough, if you're looking at your bills and looking at your income and they have a difference and they don't match up, that's stressful. Struggling to figure out how you're going to pay the bills or what life looks like a year from now, or am I actually ever going to have enough money for retirement or, you know, finances are super, super stressful because it's just a requirement, right? We need money to pay for the things in our life. And then you see the cost of, you know, inflation goes up, cost of groceries go up, gas has gone through the roof, right? These are all immensely stressful things. And it's never not on our mind, right? Because if you are in financial strain, you've got to pay for something probably every single day. You drive by a gas station and see the prices every single day. You're just acutely aware of what is going in and out of your bank account with every transaction, and that is mentally exhausting. And often ties to your emotional and psychological well-being because you then feel like it's you're a failure or it's a personal fault that you got into this situation or you beat yourself up for some reason when, you know, most people get into financial, you know, situations through no fault of their own, right? The majority of people are one or two paychecks away from being in a bad situation. 
So yeah, financial strain is exhausting to go through. Another great reason for burnout, um, trauma. That sounds like a big word, but it can, and it is a big word, and it, but it can encompass so many different situations. Um, no matter the traumatic experience you've been through, be it the loss of a loved one, divorce, assault, job loss, chronic illness, like any of those and more of those traumatic situations, um, it feels like you're in this situation and the world is still moving and you're like, how is the world still moving when this has happened to me? How is it that I still need to pay my bills this month or I still need to deal with that appointment or why do it like, how do all of these mundane regular things have to still keep happening? Why do I still have to pay my taxes this month when I've gone through the worst situation ever? So if you're going through a situation like that, kudos to you on staying afloat, even if it doesn't feel like you're staying afloat. If this sounds like you, I'm not surprised you're burnt out. It's a really great reason, right? It's, I just want to, if you are going through a situation like this right now, I just want to give you a big virtual hug because um, it's hard. Fatigue, right? Um. I think a lot of us are just emotionally, you know, we called it pandemic fatigue. And I think that's still true. But like some call it pandemic trauma. It's a bit of both. But like, I think you can also call it resilience fatigue. Resilience is that capability to bounce back from challenging times. And I don't know about you, but the last two years has just been challenging time after challenging time after challenging time. And this is a marathon that we didn't train for. Right. You can build resilience by like going through a challenging situation, recovering and sort of bouncing back and, and, you know, building up that strength and bouncing back. But like who's had the time to train to bounce back from this? Who's actually gotten back to a real equilibrium? A lot of the I think for a lot of us in the last couple of years, we've been, you know, our energy got depleted and then we just had to deal with it at that level. And then it got depleted again and we had to learn to cope and depleted again and we had to learn to cope. That's hard. And there there's a limit to that. Right. Job stress. I mean, for so many of us, there's always a season in a lot of workplaces, right, where things are busier than others. It's not to say you necessarily have a quiet season. You maybe have a quieter season, but for a lot of workplaces I know there's like busy and then there's wildly busy. And so if you're going through a season of work that is wildly busy or you've just not had any quieter periods for months and months and months on end, I feel you because we spend a good chunk of our lives at work, right? And if it's intensely stressful, it's hard to unwind because you know you're going to come straight back to that the next day. Maybe you're covering for someone who's on leave or maybe um, your coworker or partner left so suddenly you're doing two jobs instead of one. Maybe you've taken on a brand new role at a within the same organization or at a different organization and you're on a really steep learning curve. That's exhausting. That's mentally draining. Um you know, maybe you're in a workplace where the culture is just that hustle culture and you're struggling to keep up. Aside from job stress, there's also just the fear of failure. I say just, 
I need to stop using that word. There's the fear of failure. There's a really good reason for burnout. And that could be fear of failure in anything. Fear of failing as a parent. Feel the fa- fear of failing as an entrepreneur or in the role that you've taken at an organization or in your relationship. Fear of failing at life is also one of the things I hear from people. I'm not doing life right. I don't have a purpose. I don't have meaning. I don't have any of these things that I'm told I'm supposed to have. And that constant fear and trying to figure out and do the mental Tetris of how do I figure life out? How do I get all this stuff right, quote unquote? That's draining. That's exhausting. That's a great reason for burnout. Another really great reason is you have no safety net. There is nobody who can pick up the slack. Maybe you're in a situation where you feel like there is no help that you can get. You know, there's no financial safety net. There's no um, structural safety net, right? Maybe you're stuck in a hellhole loop within the healthcare system and you feel like there's just nothing there to catch you. Um, maybe you feel like your only option is to quit your job, right? Because there's just no, nobody, nothing there to help you, uh, make it better or get out of that situation. That's really hard. That feeling like you're the only one that can do it because there's nobody else there for you or nothing else there for you. Oh, it's a hard one. I had a really great reason to be in the situation you're in right now. And then the last one that comes up for me is um, identity conflict. And what I mean by that is often we don't ask for the help we need or don't do the things that um, we could do for ourselves that would help us because it doesn't align with who we believe we are, with the identity we are holding on to. A good mother wouldn't do this. A good employee should or shouldn't do that. A high performer does this. A fill in the blanks should or shouldn't be that. We can hold on so tightly to this image of our identity. Whatever it is, you know, whatever cocktail of things it is that you identify with. But if you hold so tightly to that that you ignore what it is you need that you're not listening to the like the hairs on the back of your neck that are saying I need a break I need time off I need to stop I need to put up a boundary I need what is it that you need for me I knew I needed to take a few days off work that was it that was in great conflict with my identity (laughs) Because I have an identity as a stress management coach. And I was like, I don't want to be the person that's having to take time off for stress. But when I actually went through the good reasons for burnout, I had at least five good reasons. That over the last two years, things have just been so, so, so hard and so, so, so relentless. Even doing all the right things that I just needed a few days off. And like, is that the end of the world? No. But I pushed so hard against it mentally for so long because of the identity I was holding on to. And I think so many people can relate to this, especially parents. I think that's the identity conflict I I think I come up against with the most of like a good parent 
should be able to do this. Women in particular, right? We're supposed to be able to do it all. We've been told we can do it all. And when we can't, because we won't ever be able to do it all, we feel like failures. But we still struggle on because of this identity we're told that we can or should have. So I've just given you a big old list of good reasons for burnout. Um, So I'll recap them quickly. Caring for others, being an empathetic person, financial strain, trauma, fatigue, job stress, uh, fear of failure, no safety net, and identity conflict. I'm perfectly willing to vet that you could come up with some other good reasons for burnout on your own as well. Um, Stuff that I just haven't thought about covering here. Why is it important to talk about the reasons for burnout? (laughs) I remember I had a boss once who just, whenever I would give a reason for something happening, he would just say, those are just excuses. They're just excuses. And I look back on it now and I'm like, holy shit, he was just a toxic boss. And I can see all the things that I never saw before. Worst boss I've ever had. Anywho. And I remember thinking you see it as excuses. I see it as this is what's happening in my life. These are good reasons because you're not burning yourself out on purpose. You're not burning yourself out for no reason. You've gotten into this situation because you're trying to help others, because you're trying to help yourself, because you've been through a hard situation, because you are at a crossroads because you are doing the best you can with what you've got. You've got a set of cards that have been dealt to you and you're trying to process it. So what now? How does this help you? Honestly, I think knowing the good reason and writing it down, like please write this down so that like you see the validity and the good reasons for your burnout. Um, I think it gives you that, A, the validity that what you're, you're not crazy, right? What you're feeling is real. It's valid. I, I think that in and of itself can give you that, okay, I understand why I'm here moment. And then from there, you can start to give yourself permission. What do I mean by give yourself permission? I mean, give yourself permission that like you're going through a lot you're in a state of burnout, maybe it's time we start figuring out what can drop off your plate, if anything, um, what time you can take for yourself, what help you need to ask for. And there's a tipping point for everybody, right? Some people are really good at noticing the signs of burnout early, early on, or they're in a position where they can get help early, early on. And some people are maybe not as lucky or not as aware or they just for many many good reasons just get to that point and feel like they're at rock bottom knowing the good reasons acknowledging it and then giving yourself permission to take some next steps not even huge ones these can be tiny little steps that just make you feel a little bit more in control and a little bit more like you're doing something for yourself that can can be enough to start the journey. This isn't overnight. I, 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 think, I think we all want a quick fix, 
right? We all really, really, really want a quick fix. We want to, you know, take a couple of days off and feel totally fine afterwards. And we're not, right? A couple of days can be helpful. It's not going to bring you 100% back from burnout, let me tell you. <laughs> but um, but it, it starts, it gets things in motion. It can start you on that path. I'm hoping to bring you a few more episodes over the next few weeks on burnout and a couple episodes and interviews I had done in the vault a while ago that I haven't had time to get to, so I'm hoping to get those posted up. What I do want to say is um, in May, from May 4th to May 25th, um, or I guess the month of May, I'm doing a small group coaching program. It is for six people only, so when I say small, I mean small. And it's specifically on burnout, how to beat burnout, how to identify it, how to treat it and prevent it in future. So it's going to happen on every Wednesday evening in May from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific or 7 to 8 uh, Mountain Time or 8 to 9 Central Time, I guess. Small group coaching. We're going to do it on Zoom. Each week we're going to tackle a new topic and we're going to keep you accountable for um, action items that will help support you as you're managing your burnout. And um, if you're one of those six participants, you will also get a 45 minute one-to-one coaching session with me so that we can dive deep into your specific stressors and and develop an action plan. So it's kind of like group coaching with a one-to-one added on to it. If this is of interest to you, um, I'll leave the link in my bio. Um, Not my bio, what am I talking about? In the description for the podcast episode today. Um, I, I think it's going to be really special. I want to keep it really nice and small because I know, um, burnout is such a personal topic, right? And I'm not ready for big, big, big groups right now, right? I, I've been dealing with my own stress as well. I, I want to keep it small and intimate and really focused on, on helping the six of you who sign up. So if that's of interest to you, um, snag a ticket before they're gone and we'll be in touch. But again, if you're if you've been dealing with burnout, I just want a big virtual hug. You're not a failure. It's not your fault. You're doing the best you can with what you've got and we can get through this. Big big hugs this week, okay? Take care.